Candy. Hi. Hi, Suze. I miss you. I miss you too. Episode 776. I know. I'm, it's like we don't live in the same area, but yet when you go around the world, it feels like you're further away. Yeah. And then like it, it, any extra time in between recording or anything changing schedule makes me feel like I'm not seeing Susie on the rigs. Something's up. Something has happened. Yeah, it's a lot, but yeah, we're here now. I'm, I'm enjoying myself. Things are turning up, turning up, and getting a little bit better in Tulum, in Mexico. The weather changed, and thank goodness we finally have some sunshine. Yeah, can't complain, you know. But uh, I have read some really interesting articles and so many fun things that I'm dying to talk to you about. I, I everything. I want to start with. An animal story. You know, I love those. <laughs> but this and is an wanna... animal story with a twist. <laughs> okay. So there's a zoo in Japan that has experienced a sudden peak. I heard about in... this. You heard about this? I'm so into it. <laughs> it's so funny. Okay. So the zoo in Japan, all of a sudden, uh, female visitors are just flocking there and the numbers of female visitors is just skyrocketing. Why? Because of a sexy gorilla. <laughs> There's a gorilla okay. named Shibari who's now being named the handsome gorilla called He's the like George the Clooney. Yes. <laughs> George Clooney. George Clooney of gorillas. Yeah. Suze, have you seen let me send you these pictures. Yeah, he's hot. He's like hot. I watched I mean, the video. I mean, that, I mean, I've dated worse, <laughs> right? Yeah, that is one dreamy gorilla. I mean, pr- current current boyfriend excluded, but that 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 look at those that look those at, eyes. I mean, oh, hungry eyes. Hubba, That's what they hubba. are. Yeah, but okay. So, here's what I want to know. Like, right? Okay, please. You know how when. You know, have you ever met like a little boy, you're an adult lady and you meet like the cutest little boy in the whole wide world and you're like, oh my gosh, you're my boyfriend. And you like say these funny things like, when should we go on a date or whatever? Yeah. And if a man did that with a little girl, it would be like, you are disgusting. But when women do it with little boys, it's like fun and whatevs. And I feel like this with the gorilla, like why are women so like, why? Worked up about it. Yeah. but And also why is it fine? (laughs) That we like are lusting after a <sighs> animal. I is very. Is it because we know it's a joke, whereas men will actually bang their dogs and stuff? Oh my god! What if? You think? Yeah, because there now was I'm a actually, for real one. Like this, professor. this was like ha funny until you <laughs> did that, and I was like, "Fuck, that would be so weird." If okay, no, here's here's. The male equivalent. <laughs> There's a gorilla at the zoo with big old titties. Oh. Everybody's going to see that. I'm, I, there was a pig. I still have this. Are you saying there around. is one or you're just saying there, there that I, would wait happen? Wait till I finish that. I'm, okay. I'm saying the gorilla with the big old titties would happen. But this other story, there was a pig at the OC fair. You and I went. We were together when we saw this pig who had the mm-hmm. biggest balls I've ever seen. Yeah, I remember an those balls. And I, I yeah, crowds. So, 
But mixed gender, mixed gender. Right. Probably more boys who are like, ah, look at those nuts. Okay. Yeah. So what, how are we sure that the increase in admission is all right. women? Who is doing the, right. the math on that? I think that's, and maybe it's just it's that probably women come have one, come all. Th- right. And hopefully Everyone wants nobody's to see coming, this. if you know what I mean. <laughs> I think it's probably like the pig balls where it's like, let me take right. a look at those balls. Right. And who has free time during the day? Like what's, I don't know. What's the, what's the workforce look like in Japan? We need to like, yes. this Stop is correlation is not causation women. people. Yeah. And, and maybe we're just not all attracted to gorillas, but I'm not kidding. He is kind of like, he's so hot. We can, we can art like, <laughs> Have you seen those, there'll be images floating around Instagram or something like that. They'll be like, look at this beautiful duck. Like, this is like a duck, yeah. but like a yeah, hot it's a duck. Sexy duck. And you're like, yeah. okay, I totally get it. I agree. That's a sexy mm-hmm. mallard or whatevs. But well, when men I do use the fact, remember they did a study about women um, watching like animals banging and they 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 get wet. Like there's a women physio- Women get wet watching okay. um, mm. even animals banging, and people were being like, "See, women are gross." But really, it's just like a physiological, physiological. thing that your brain's like banging wow. wetness. And then yeah. shame, shame, shame. <laughs> yeah, and then how you dirty harlot, right? Yeah, and that doesn't exactly. happen. To, happen to dudes? Well, they'd have to get a boner. That would be weird. Oh, can you imagine? Be <laughs> I feel like they would. I this bet their brains odd. light up. Yes. I yes, think their brains probably sure. light up, but their wiener's like, does. no, thank you. Yeah. Oh, the wiener's like, no, thank you. And we don't have but, our brains light up and then everything else lights up. But the thing I mean, about the... I've seen like people handle some slimy sea slugs and I've gotten excited. <laughs> like it's like wet. a sea cucumber. I'm like... It's slick and slimy. Looks sli- that looks slick and slimy. And that looks... Have I said too much? but that story about the guy banging that dog that was a real story here in the pa area he was a professor and he was banging his own he was banging his own dog but out in the park and then when the police came in public in public the police came and he was like i was just blowing off steam (laughs) was that the name of his dog So bad, <laughs> but excellent. That yes. is disgusting. Right. So it's like, well, maybe that's why it's okay for I, women I, to yeah. make the joke because we're not okay. ever going to do it. You weirdos. Yeah. And we just like to see their balls. Like, yeah. But nobody is even want, they just want to see his handsome face. That's so true. Maybe it's just, that's what I'm saying. Like if, if the same way we pass around that beautiful duck, picture on instagram yeah is the same beauty. thing we're like yeah we're like wow that is a beautiful creature with like we, that's that's you know undeniable yeah right yeah can't can't not right even up for on. debate i so. mean i am starting to think though that these zoos are just releasing this these stories yeah, because does, it really does, does make me want help? to go to this like zoo. what Right. I'm like, what's happening at the zoo? I'm just saying that whenever I saw that haircut, I thought, 
this is genius. They should do more stuff like that. Dress them up. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, then we're like virtually okay. on circus. But, <laughs> but word circus is like great, except for the death and destruction. Yeah, totally. And I like the promotion of, uh, uh, you know, like getting to know your animals, like Steve Irwin style, that anything that like gets us excited. I know way more about the fucking sun bear than I ever thought That's I right. would or needed to yeah, mission because of that zoo. I know mm-hmm. how lion's hair grow and not <laughs> like that. So you could say shout out to the zoos for like sort of educating me, but only because I'm stubborn. Like, I know and, what a lion shouldn't look like. I know what a lion, right. I know, I know what I'm being lied to. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like this is kind of like, um, have you seen the National Parks Instagram feed? Like, they've become very entertaining. Savvy. And, mm-hmm. Yes. And I feel mm-hmm. like, is this the zoos trying to utilize, uh, like, I don't know, viral trends to... Yeah, because I get, would love to know who decided like that it was a sexy gorilla and how was the word spread, you know? Yeah. How did I anyone mean, even... What word of mouth? Everyone's like, you got to go to the zoo. You got to go to the zoo. And see the sexy gorilla happening at the zoo. with the smoldering brown eyes. I mean, his... I would go to the zoo he knows his way angles. sooner. Yes, he does. He's like hitting him. Pose, pose. And yeah. then here's the here's my question too. Do the female gorillas feel the same? Right. Is, is this he getting a lot of just, action? Yeah. Is this just beauty standards based on on human qualities and human beauty attributes? We're like, right. ooh, that's or good symmetry. They... Like, how do monkeys feel about? Yeah. What's it called? Are the golden like, triangle. His nostrils are too big. The golden triangle of what? You know, beauty. Oh, the it's ratio. Like, like yes, 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 yeah. yes. Yes, I think that's like what the it's called. Vitruvian man or whatever. That's like yes, the golden ratio of for sure. That's it. Yeah, of like ratio, yeah. The the everything looks like balanced and I, yeah, one of I my think favorite that jokes must is extend about gorillas. to them. Yeah. Now okay, you're gonna have wh- to hear it. What is it? Yeah. Why do gorillas have big nostrils? Why? Oh, because they have one. big fingers. Sarah's told me this terrible joke before. <laughs> it, it gets better. Kind of funny. It, gets, it is good. Um, yes. Uh, wait, okay, I'll so tell I, you what's good for what, animals, what, and that is embrace pet insurance. This is necessary. Depend, necessary. No matter what kind of animal you have. I bet that gorilla needs some insurance for his beautiful face. Can they insure <laughs> yeah. a handsome gorilla face? Right. Yeah. Maybe. They don't want anything to happen to that. Like no pre-existing beautiful. conditions. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. Okay. Anybody that has a pet, red alert, you need insurance because guess what? Pets do weird stuff and then they get into trouble and you take them into the vet and it's like a gazillion dollars and you say, why didn't I listen to Susie and Sarah? Yes. Okay. I'm the ghost of Christmas future. I'm telling you, just trust me. And so this is the secret. You have to get pet insurance and that way you're covered and you don't have to worry. Uh Uh-oh, my cat ate a ball of yarn or whatever. My dog ate an entire pillow. Yeah, <laughs> that's my favorite joke. <laughs> so don't wait for the unexpected to happen. Join the massive community of pet owners who trust Embrace Pet Insurance to protect their pets. 
So head to embracepetinsurance.com slash brain candy and sign up for pet insurance today. That's embracepetinsurance.com slash brain candy. One last time, make sure you go to pet, embracepetinsurance.com slash brain candy or else they won't know we sent you. Yes. That um, face that okay. you made was exactly like the face I made when you said then it would be a female room. <laughs> I'm so live. proud of that. <laughs> yeah, and you have better self-control than I do. <laughs> That's so funny. I could, yeah. Okay, go ahead. So good. Okay, we talked about handsome gorillas. Um, Oh, I read an Atlantic article, an article in the Atlantic, written by Adrian Matei. I think that's how you say your last name. I'm trying to get better at learning the writer's names because they're so good. And they 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 deserve deserve some credit, credit, you know? That's nice when I'm using their material to talk about on the show, like, so shout out to Adrian. Uh, it was, and it reminded me, Susie, it's like this article was written for you about you. This is you in an article and it is unlocking something that I bet you're like, you already know you have, but I think it's great. We've put a name to it. Um, so the article is all about what you need to be good at, a holiday party. Like what is the quality and characteristic that makes somebody good at socializing at a party? And the author called it, uh, it's a certain kind of charisma, but it's selfless charisma that she calls being the vibe Pope. (laughs) Yes. Which I thought is just like such this. uh, Okay. So the vibe Pope, let me give you a good definition of what the vibe Pope is. So, uh, a vibe pope is uh, considerate a non-denominational title for those who unite people under di- under the divine light of a good time. Hmm. And so she talks in this article about how in order to make a good party and in order to get people talking and, and facilitate a good time, you have to have charisma, but the majority of of our our ideas or thoughts on charisma or focus and attention on charisma is about narcissistic charisma and charisma that's for the self and for individual Mm -hmm. gain. Look at me. Yes. And how interesting it is when you look at it in terms of like uh, improving the, well, the vibe, improving the the scene and being a collective facilitator. Yes. Okay. And how I was like, this is what Susie has mastered. That is so nice of you to so say that. So here's what to say. Vibe popes offer warmth, emotional intelligence, and social generosity at a time when going out and meeting people isn't what it used to be. And so this was even interesting that there was this Pew Research Center poll that was done that said 35% of people say that socializing has become less important to them since the pandemic began. And as a result, people are getting really bad at, you know, what Larry David would say, (sighs) middling. Yeah, they are so bad. Yes. So vibe popes are guardians of the party's communal energy and their charisma, instead of being self-centered, is mature thoughtful and not narcissistic. Oh, are, wow. This is I'm you. really honored that you would this say is that about every me. single thing. Cause I always think it's, well, maybe she's such a good interviewer, but it's more than that because it's not like you're putting people on the spot or like, and, and, you know, we've talked about how sometimes after a party or something there, you can, 
or when you go to a party, you can almost be drained afterwards from facilitating interactions and a vibe. And she talked about that in here, that we don't really think about the labor behind building community, both practical and That is so nice. I really feel seen by Adrian Because she's I, I so right. I was like, you it's know how you always job. say, did you write this? Like, like this is this <laughs> written about Susie? Every single <laughs> thing, so that nice. is what... I feel like it's really unique. It makes somebody a really good interviewer. It makes somebody fun to hang out, like have at a party. Well, I can't, and I really thought so much about how TV. you, you claim that, you know, you aren't great at detecting vibe from somebody and when the conversation is naturally ending and you, you have this paranoia now. And I oh, keep trying to decide if forever. I think that's true about you and I can't figure it out. Why I think would it's you... just because you're a you're you. This is a good match. I think the vibe, <laughs> Pope, and I'm your fucking d- disciple. But Sarah, you, <laughs> but you're such a great reactor and stuff. Like, how can you be a good reactor if you don't have a sense of like what's happening in the room? I don't know. Like, yeah, but then I think I don't know when to get, it's kind of like, okay, you know what it is? It's like a game of double Dutch and like, you know, that, that the conversation, everything is like spinning the ropes and blah, blah, blah. And you have to keep that up. And then I jump in and then I'm like, whoa, look at us doing this. This is awesome. Yeah. Let's keep doing this forever. And the person's like, oh, I'm getting tired. I'm going to jump out. And then they jump out and I'm like, no, we should definitely stay jumping rope. Let's keep doing this. And that I think is a little bit of, of what that is. What's going on. Okay. So, you know, wow. Well, thanks to Adrian for noticing the people that are tempting this vibe shift and vibe. And I thought about the different kind, how sometimes this can at first, or does somebody maybe look like narcissism or look like somebody who's it could look different or it's hard to, to identify maybe because we're not really looking for it. And I think that this, the combo of narcissists and vibe popes is what makes reality television good. Like <laughs> well, you it have makes a party good. People... Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's a... You can't I was only say have you also have people pope. who are going to fuck up. And I'm like, that would be at a good party <laughs> a and at a good reality show. You, you totally hit the nail on the head there. Yeah, I am getting kind of fed up with how people don't want to do anything anymore since the pandemic. Like, they, hey, people, and not even put in any social labor. Like, there's no effort. And in... they look like hot shit too. They're walking around in their jammies. I'm sick of it. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Yeah, let's get it together, everyone. And yeah, we only have a little gonna... bit of time before the next pandemic. Right. <laughs> let's enjoy Everybody it. can just invest in a, a sweater shaver. And I say that as somebody who needs one myself. I love it. Okay. I wish I would have known you know, this. I'm, okay, I'm going to get one. I up. had one in it. It. I got a cheap one and it, it, well, did what cheap ones often do. What made um, you say that just then though? You feel like a sweater shaver? Because I think about how, because I think about how everybody's in their jammies and how they're all, like at first when people are like, when you buy that athleisure like set, oh, they are looking good. And then if you're anything like me, you've washed that a thousand times and, and it's pilling between the legs and all it needs is a good shave. Yeah. Yeah. And please. Back, back to new. And yeah. you know, I'm saying a time is valuable, but you know, we all, we all, yeah. Yeah. I'm just sick of it. it. Like 
let's but, let's get out there, people. You're all lonely. You're all sad watching your dumb shows every night. I'm let's go this say is a dumb watcher of dumb shows. You could do both. You can do. I love shows too, but I mean, yeah, come I on, shows. we got to get out there. <laughs> we got to get out there, and because that's how you're going to get good stories and funny yeah. shenanigans only happen right. if you leave the house. I am learning this. I am learning, okay. and then adventure, and even also dopamine hits. Like, mm-hmm. hi, you can't. That's right, Sarah. You're on to something. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's the everything returns to this baseline. And if you don't do anything new or novel or, or push yourself or, you know, I don't want to say this is a lesson I learned in kite surfing, but it kind of is, you know? Oh, my God. Uh, I was like, I, I, okay, I'm going to share this story. So I got this for Eli for, you know, signed us up for this for like three days of this like intensive and last day we ended up doing like eight hours of kite surf. It was crazy. We were literally the last ones out in the water. The sun was setting and we were kite surfing by moonlight. It was fucking awesome. But, uh, there was, when you're looking around, you're seeing other people do this. It looks really, um, I don't know, like difficult and challenging, but it's very basic skills. Like you put, you can stay, it's basically standing up like from the ground, like standing up like it, like how you'd go to stand up out of a chair and it's a lot of pat the stomach rub your or pat your head rub your stomach kind of thing where and then you just have to like control the kite at the same time so you're doing a lot at once but there are motions that anybody can do but it just looks really intense so finally this moment comes where i put it all together and i i stand up and i get it and i i go and i'm riding the wave and feeling the wind and using the kite and doing everything he's telling me to do and it's super successful and i just have and i fall in the water after like going for a little bit and just like have a moment where i cry to myself of like oh my god you are not too old to do hard things and Mm -hmm. you are not too like you can still put in the effort to learn something new, to do something badass. And then I was talking about this, the instructor, he said, he took a guy out there who was 70 (laughs) years old and took him kite surfing and he was able to do it. And like that, it just takes, he said it takes, they had a Spanish word for being stubborn. And he's like, Mm. it it loosely translates to, it's like more positive than being stubborn, but like, it means I'm going to keep going and not quit and keep going. And he's like that, Mm. those are the people who are able to learn this. And yeah. So that's what grit is started on this. Yeah. Yeah, Never give up. Well, I'm telling people to get off their couches every once in a while. Yeah. Because, and what comes from that, that joy, that moment of like, holy shit, I can do this thing. That's really hard. Everything else, the rest of the week, I had those little moments of like, well, you could do this other hard thing and you could do this other hard thing and you could do this other well, hard sure thing. Well, it sure as heck doesn't have to be kite surfing or anything no. like that. It could be like going to a library event or something else you think is hard. Yes. You know. Talking to a new friend. Yeah. Right. For real. Going That's to like a, a meetup and like meeting new people who are- Coming on our Zooms and Candy Club. A lot of people get intimidated <gasps> yes. about that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And just like opening up and sharing with us and talking. And we are the exact people you should do that with. Yeah, and if you could also add a little something else into your routine, and that is for wellness. Remember how on Things We Got Wrong, I said how I was thinking about taking up coffee. I was like, how could millions of people be wrong? Because I'm a tea drinker, you know? Yes. Right? I'm glad you discovered this. 
Yeah, this is called For Wellness, and it's a little stick of powder that you can put into your coffee. It's a supplement. And it is delicious. I was yeah. so nervous. Like, what if it's not oh, I'm so glad yummy? that you're on this train. Yeah. And it, I mean, it has so but many benefits. It just, it, yeah. And they don't just stop there. Those energy bites are what have fueled many of our snowboarding days now. Oh yeah, they that's are, right. The, I should have said. Yes. It's not just It is those. the ultimate. Yeah. We throw that in the bag and we have everything we need on the mountain to like get that energy back and feel really good and focused and mm. Yeah, because this is it's like a range of snacks and supplements that are designed to help you get the most out of your mind and body. And it's so fun. Like they have all the magical stuff like I, the college and a leisure athlete, but this makes me feel like I'm <laughs> like an elite athlete. athlete. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm I mean, like, oh, hang on. Let me get my, let me get my bites, my espresso energy bites that are like delicious. And then I'm like also well, my they body. Worked okay. with, they worked with elite athletes to develop it because they were, you know, they always want to optimize what they're putting in their body. So this was a way for them to do that. And it's freaking great. And by the way, it tastes great in tea too. It doesn't have to be coffee. Although, I mean, that's what it's designed for. What in the heck is in lion's mane? I do not know, but it is right, sweeping the, the nation. Thing. Yes, it it's is. the hot thing. It is. And I love it. So if you drink coffee or tea, it's time to give four wellness a try. Head to fourwellness.com slash brain candy and use code brain candy for 25% off your order. Once again, that's fourwellness.com and use code brain candy for 25% off. Make sure you use our promo code brain candy so they know we sent you. Yes. It's yamalish. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah. So get out there and talk to people because, you know. But it is really well, hard. I'm not but saying th- it's going to be fun. I'm saying it's going to be funny. Right. So that is that is one of the things they also mention in the article is that it's something this like genuine human warmth is not something you can outsource, but it is Aww. something that you can improve and that you can get better on. And all you have to do is, in in a way, do exactly what that other what we were talking about in a episode ago about fucking chili and the neighbors not being into it. Like, right. What they missed Just, is that whoever gave the chili probably has good social charisma. Yeah. Right. And, and probably is the, good at connecting with people. The magic word okay. for me about connection, yeah. the word is curious. Get curious. <gasps> yeah. It's like the key because if you can be like, I wonder what you're in. Cause yeah. Everybody's story is freaking crazy. And if you can find out about it, you are in for a real treat. This will make you good at uh, small talk, medium talk, large talk, social interactions, dating, getting through family events and functions, getting through functions with people you don't know. This is... When do we become life coaches? I mean, I, well, I did spend a lot of money to have get a few tips and tricks to share with people. <laughs> You're but, way better than a life coach. That's right. If you want to call uh, some, you know, sometimes like life coach, I feel like is, is, you know, more like, here's what you do right now. Cut to the chase. Like, let's just do this. And yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's what we, we prescribe on here often. It's like, mm-hmm. just get yeah, out there, set that. yourself a little goal. Yeah. yeah. That's enough of that. Just like, right. Pick a place. I mean, to I don't want to get out there either. I like my bit. house, but right. I'm doing it. If I can do it, yeah. you can do it for Pete's sake. And every single thing that 
is rewarding comes with effort and energy. People do not like this story. Yeah. This is actually a very nice segue into my next story. Let's hear it. Which, now, I am not Uh a student of thermodynamics, Mm -hmm. so I need you to work with me on understanding how this works because I'm still scratching my head, but I believe that if I had an engineering degree, then maybe I'd understand this a little more, and maybe some of our listeners do. So, but we're going to give it a try. There is a club in Glasgow, and good news is I've, I've researched it. It's been going on for many, not many, but like three or four years now, so it's been successful. This club is called SWG3, but they probably pronounce it like swig or whatever, something, I don't know, something like that. <laughs> yeah. This club that's uh, been nicknamed Body Heat oh, transfers Lord. the energy of the people dancing, stores it, and reuses this energy as thermal energy, much like how energy is stored in a battery to use at a later time. That's bonkers. Isn't that? I love it. And so I do too. And it's super Mm -hmm. cool. So the owner of this uh, company that creates the pumps to do this Mm -hmm. happens to love going to clubs. And when he was going to clubs, he's like, we're all really sweaty and hot here. What do we, we can do something with this energy. And it's super cool because they created this technology using, they created this thing using technology that's already existed. This is stuff we've been using for years. We're just using it in a way, I say we, these guys are using it in a way that people didn't think of before and is using like something that we're already doing. Mm -hmm. So here's how I'm going to, I'm going to explain it. Yeah. I'm going to try. Okay. Heat pumps generally worked by leveraging stable temperatures in underground rocks to balance out temperature functions in buildings above the surface. So this company uh, says that the relative, that the temperature inside the earth's crust remain relatively constant. So in the winter, Colder air from the building gets pumped into the earth to absorb heat from below. This then circulates back up to the buildings as warmer air. Once cooled, it continues back down to the earth in a cycle. And so they just did the exact same thing and applied it to this club. They said they took existing technology, added air collectors in its ceiling to suck up the hot air put out by the club club goers on the floor... And it's the same mechanism that other venues use to pump the air out of the building. They're like, instead of pumping out, let's pump it back in to the ground, hmm. store it, and then we'll reheat the building with all of this. Wow, air. it sounds great. This feels it like does sound a little bit like sh- the teacher on Peanuts, you know, wah, wah, wah. And I'm like, yeah, great. That's why I, I said know. stick with me. I'm going to read, uh, but like <laughs> I read it four times and I'm still like, mm, totally. Cycle I feel that like heat. That- I feel like that about all fuel, though. I don't understand how a gasoline makes a car go. That makes no sense. <laughs> like, honest to God, I don't understand it. Where, who came up with this? Right. Solar all power? Of thermodynamics. Okay. I'm like, oh, okay. Right. Like, <laughs> what do you mean stored? What do you mean stored? Right. Where do you put it? What do you mean put you put it somewhere? Right. I don't understand that. In what? 
You know bag? those river boats that go with the water? The water goes round and round like big wheel keep and, on turn. I'm like, yeah. what? Big wheel keep on I don't on know turn. what you mean. <laughs> Proud Mary. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Roll. Do it we sounds just, great. We're rolling. We're rolling with it. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> how we're rolling. Well, it says that the rest of the year, uh, when it's not being used as a club, it's being used as like an art space, an art venue, and it provides all the heating for the space. Oh, okay. Well, hey. Yeah. Self-sufficient. Yeah, and they're trying. That's to a lot of dancing. To, I I know, but have you? I mean, you bet. You remember going to nightclubs? No, I, I never I went. I, to I, as soon as it came out of my mouth, that's why I said, "Do you do you know?" I didn't say, "Do you know what it's like there?" I was a, I tried to be like, "Do you remember that one time?" Maybe it's probably why I love um, wedding dancing so much. I'm like, "This is great" because it's just like the only time I've ever done it. It is, and you're sweaty on that dance floor, right? Woo, woo, <laughs> yeah. Just imagine that, and but you know add what? No matter, maybe some club drugs. No, no, definitely wasn't doing club drugs. Well, and, obviously, but something that will look great even when I'm sweating on the dance floor is Thrive Cosmetics. Wearing it right now, baby. All I mean, thrive, me too. All the time. And it the covered ma- in the it. The fact that I can wear that lash extension mascara, tubing mascara, go paddle boarding all day. And come on, no flakes, no, you will never, ever, ever see raccoon eyes in any of my photos. Don't go back any more than five years because before they were a sponsor, all bets are off. But when I discovered Thrive, now here we are looking good. Raccoon eyes be gone. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it is truly magical. It's like the fuel thing. I don't know how they did it, but I'm not going to question it. Right. Any hoodles. It's not just the mascara, it's everything. Their products are outstanding. The semi-permanent smoothing lipstick is wonderful and really does last. And it doesn't feel dry and gross like some of the ones that stay forever. But it's like, wait, is this just my lips now? Um, And they have the Brilliant Eye Brightener, which is really lovely. But all their products are wonderful and they give back to the community, which makes them even more delish. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash brain candy. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash brain candy for 20% off your first order. You will love all of their products. I know that. Ah, uh, um, okay. So yeah, you're the vibe Pope. Just so you know. Thank you. Yeah. I thought the whole time I was like, this is all Susie. Um, okay. We talked about that. Then is that the, what I was just talking about? What was I just talking about? We were oh, just no. talking about the nightclub. I was talking club. about the nightclub. That's right. Mm-hmm. Nightclub. Okay. So nightclub in Glasgow, collecting all the heat. I'm super for it. Um, yeah. What's not to love? No, it's fantastic. Wonderful. I'm thinking yeah. about what I want to share with you next. Uh, I read another Atlantic article. This one written by... Faith Hill, but not that Faith Hill. Another Faith Hill. I looked it up. Don't worry. So you didn't have <laughs> oh my to. God. You thought I she had was to know. Lighting. I love well, it. Well, maybe. I don't she know. She's multi talented. Like, right. She is. She's multi talented woman. And this singer. this was about families. So I thought maybe does the woman know about families? She no. She sure F- does. Fits. So uh, she's got love that lasts a lifetime. Adorable. Is that one of her songs? <laughs> 
No, but it should be. It should, so I, that could be. That so fucking could be. That like I feel like if you were to play like the game, like one of these three is Stop. not a Faith Hill song. Stop. And love, love that will last a lifetime. I'm never choosing that one. I can't. Love it's too funny. A lifetime. It's a love duet with make, Tim McGraw. Make, yeah. Yes, I already know this song. Stop it. I'm just going to keep Susie going. This is real funny. I'm dying. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. I have to give you, I have to give you credits in the, in the, in the credits of the song. Give you, give you recognition because I, somehow you, you own the song because you came up with the name. I think that's how that works. I cannot. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, you want to talk about cousins? Okay. Yeah. Did you read the article in the Atlantic that was on cousins? No. (laughs) I feel like it's hard for me to like transition into something. Not, I mean, it's not that serious, but I did not read it. Um, you are somebody who has a lot of cousins. Yes. Yeah, I do. How many would you say you have? 20? Oh my god, 25? that is the exact average like number that people have based on like when you do the math of like parents having this many siblings on average and then if oh. they have this many siblings on average, right now the average number is 20. Again, I'm like, did Susie write this article? And uh <laughs> now because families are shrinking. Yeah. The number of cousins are shrinking, which you wouldn't think is you're like, okay, no big deal. But this article really breaks down how cousins mm. are a very unique relationship where they know the ins and outs of your family, <clears throat> but they could have very different uh, uh, political views, religious views, socioeconomic, like status, yeah. class, all this stuff. So they're removed <clears throat> in a way. Excuse me. And they, for some people, they're super, super close. They live on Mm -hmm. the same block. Some of them live in the same house. Other people never... Don't even know them, really. Don't even know them. I don't even know my cousins. I was going to say, I don't have any idea how many cousins you have. On average, I I don't even think I know how many cousins I (laughs) have. On average, cousins live... uh, I think it said like 230 something, 237 miles apart. Only about 6% of adult cousins live in the same census tract. The rest Mm -hmm. live 237 miles on average apart. There's also a big difference in things like closeness of cousins with more interpersonal things such as, oh, for sure that, even Mm -hmm. things like the work that we do and the like emotional labor involved in sibling or in uh, uh, closer family relationships is much higher, but cousins, they have kind of the same awareness of family dynamics. So you can vent to them, you can talk to them about, you know, what's Hmm. going on, but there's not as much of a feeling of obligation to like emotional and, and like, um, like work that you have to do 
in mm, or so they were framing it as that's a good thing like it's a break from yeah it's a break oh. it's a, a break it's a they, the article hmm. says the classic cousin relationship is amazingly uncomplicated and hmm. so I one of the things the article true. talks about which i thought was really interesting is that in modern families were seeing a change in relationships with extended kin because families are getting smart smaller uh so instead of being a fa- and it's not like families uh maybe like own the family business we're cousins and aunts and everybody's like working for everybody instead of looking at it as a family tree they call it more of a family beanstalk that it's more of this uh uh fewer lateral relationships and more vertical relationships that the American Hmm. family is tall and narrow. And because of life expectancy getting longer, we have like great grandparents, grandparents, parents, siblings, Hmm. but multiple generations of relatives alive at the same time. Hmm. And what can happen is this vertical integration or intergenerational bonds can be tight and tremendously meaningful, but also come with care duties that you have, if you are the child of the parent, there's a care duty, the grandparent, the great grandparent. And what's very different in cousin relationships is that it doesn't often come with care mm-hmm. duties, mm-hmm. but there's not a lot of model for this out there. There's not a lot of you know, we have an understanding of what sibling relationships look like on TV. The cousin one is very loosely defined. We don't really talk about it as much. Yeah. It's a really, really interesting article because it's something I never thought about because it's not something that I have in my, like, I don't know, yeah. even immediate or, or awareness at all. You fascinate me, though, because I have a big family, but... There really isn't a lot of engagement. It's not like we're all hanging out all the time and doing stuff or whatever. We're just not that kind of family. Mm-hmm. And I yearn for it. I always want that, mm-hmm. but that's just the way it goes. Whereas, and I always think about you and how you have far less than even I do, and you do not yearn for it. <laughs> like you're that. fine with the situation and yeah. you don't have the loneliness that I sometimes feel. Me. I think that comes maybe from the community that you got growing up in church and with a bunch of people. So you know what it felt like to be part of, and they would call themselves a family and a community. And, you know, and and even in that little house Peg had, and there were seven of us. I mean, that's way more. It was kind of like the messages of be a lone wolf, you know? Everybody Mm. was. Doing their own thing. Uh, doing their own thing. You know, grandma's single woman, mom, single woman. So Everybody's you don't have like, a sense of missing out on anything because uh, you didn't know. You can't any. know what you, you can't miss what you never had or never knew. But when you see it in movies and stuff, don't you think like, oh, that looks nice. Or are you like, thank God I don't have to deal with that shit. Because uh, it is a mixed bag, believe me. Yeah, I mean... I do a little bit. I I do when there are like fa- the idea of a family reunion sounds super cool, but like now I'm I don't want to hang it like not mine. <laughs> <laughs> somebody else's somebody else's like like you know not what's with right. like inter like intergenerational trauma like I'm right. good, but you know 
So that's yeah, so it. you associate the, family with the call pain. is coming from inside the house. You don't want to hang out in the house. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? right. Mm-hmm. So, fuck. Let's go hang out at the neighbors. So that that is, yeah. And I don't. I I just thought this. It was such an interesting article because it talks mm-hmm. so much about something that's very foreign to me. Right. You're like thinking of it anthropologically, like this one hundred thing I'm that like, exists. Oh, it's like just it's like like the apes and the monkeys. Oh, let's study this from yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is fun to have a big family, I will say. I know. It seems Especially so fun. if you're not you the like, mom. Like I can't the, imagine the being the mom of right. a big family. No, thank you. I think I think those moms love it. I know. Did you see I, uh, when Tori... Oh, what's her love? Fear? What is her new name? Gwen. Tori Gwen from The Challenge posted their yeah. picture and there's like more kids every year. And I was like, oh my gosh, they're multiplying. And she was like, I didn't create any new toes this year. No new toes. I'm just thinking, she seems to genuinely thrive. She's always wanted what she called a football team of kids. Yeah. I just am, talk about, that's like the gorilla at the zoo. I'm like, huh, interesting. I cannot relate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you what we can all relate to. And that is how much we love a good pair of leggings. Thank you, honey love. Absolutely. And I really like something that's going to like hold me in in all the right places. No underwear lines because I don't have to wear underwear with those things. They're so great. I I don't mean that in the way of like, I am not one of those gals who can go without. So when Susie was like, oh yeah, you don't need them. I'm like, other people don't need them. I'm going to wear them because I like a little extra safety support. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Nope, don't need them. They're perfect. No, they're designed for that. Yeah. I was with one of my friends and I was asking her before the holidays, what do you hope for for Christmas? What's on your wish list? And one of hers was a honey love bra. And I was like, I love that. Oh my gosh, you're going to love it. I hope Santa gets it for you. Um, But their bras are great. It's just shapewear that makes you feel supported and comfortable and feel flattering and confident. And what more would you ever want? Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash brain candy. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash brain candy. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Start the new year with confidence. Thanks to Honey Love. Ain't that the yes. truth? Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I like saw, that article. I don't think I told you one of my cousins is... A secret service agent and he works for biden and when did you, you see how that why do you leave this stuff <laughs> you don't tell me any of the fun things that i want to know i'm so sorry well when i saw there was a drunk driver that hit the motorcade i was watching the video to see if he was one of the ones that like ushered biden into the yeah. car because can you imagine what a wild job you know and when job. i watch right when i watched the um jfk um documentary that I mentioned, those guys that were talking, a lot of them were secret service people. And the one guy was saying that he had been assigned to Jackie and he was so pissed. He was like going shopping and doing all this boring shit. And then he was the guy on that day that was like the first one to intervene. And he was like, well, I certainly got the action that I wanted, but like, what a, yeah. Cause like, I'm sure if you're one of these men and women, you 
kind of want it to be exciting. You want to have a meaningful role, but then like what that actually means is like, oh wait, no, right, right, no, nope. I want probably no action. Torn. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. That's my story. But, yeah. Um. Yeah. Cousins, man. I'm kind of jealous. And you have secret service agents that you get to interview and talk to. I mean, they can't tell anything, so that's probably why. Like, I would love that. Can you imagine? If you can catch it's them. torture. As the service man says, "Why, well, Pope?" Right. <laughs> I'm. All, I want to ask, but I, I couldn't imagine. No, can do. It feels kind of like we can connect this article to the other Atlantic article about being a vibe pope, though, because one of the things that it also said, usually, you know, we saw with the pandemic, as we were talking about before, a lot of social connection went down. One area where people were reaching out more is to these kind of more distant relatives, and there was an uptick in connection. Here's what I want you to tell me. Cousins. Oh, what? In that um, subject, can you like tell me what a once removed, you know, a second cousin once removed, oh, what my, the hell I, does all that mean? I don't know, Suze. Do you think they're making stuff up? Like when they just see that? I think that means once removed, I think it means not from this beanstalk, from the next beanstalk. You know what I mean? Like, give me no, an example. Yeah. So, like your like mom's grandma's grandma sister. has daughters. A daughter. Grandma has two daughters. Mm-hmm. One of those daughters then has another daughter, <laughs> and then oh god, this is good. <laughs> but they like, all I need get to, like, love draw the, the family lifetime. tree. Right. It feels like it feels like a different great a different grandparent or like the same grandparent but different No, that's aunt. Same <laughs> great grandparent, different grandparent. Right? What? <laughs> Let's ask the internet. What is a cousin once removed mean? I'm not the first person. A difference of one generation, twice removed between is it? That was kind of what I was trying to explain. A difference of one generation. So, would it be like my husband? He is a cousin. So then, cousin my, chart. My husband has a cousin. Then we had a son. So is that cousin Lincoln's cousin once removed? Okay. Say that again. We're going to do it. Adam has a cousin. What? Adam has a cousin. So that mm-hmm. means that they have the same grandparent. Yes, they do. That would be the first cousin once removed. That's a No, that's a first cousin, ding dong. No, that's a first cousin. Different. Okay. So if you have I'm asking, the same grandparents, think... first cousin. Yes. If you have same grandparents, but different great grandparents, how does that make sense? First cousin once removed. Look at the game. I, chart. I think that it's 
Lincoln to the cousin. <laughs> so like Lincoln's born and it's yeah. not an uncle oh, and they're not cousins. Right. I think it's cousin once removed. That's what Adam's Declares, cousin is. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. But this is funny listening to you. Okay. Talk about so, it. Distinguishing your third cousin twice removed from your second cousin thrice removed can be a real head scratcher. Oh, okay. I'll say. This is one hell of a beanstalk. This is. They, when cousins are not in the same generation, ah, when cousins are not in the same generation, then we refer to them as removed. For example, That's what I'm saying. first cousins once removed declares that either one of you is one generation away from being first cousins. If your That's first Lincoln. cousin has children, yes, then they are first cousins once removed. Yes. The closest common ancestor shared with your grandparents, but you are once removed from the level of first cousin held by their parents. Whew. Did we it's get It's crazy. Yeah, we did. I have clarity. Okay, good. I don't. Because I had a theory. Fine. Yeah, but that's because you can't, you don't have anyone mm-hmm. in mind. Right. I'm reading it. So you're imagining that. <laughs> Who these people are. Okay. That's my first yeah. cousin once removed and that's my second cousin. And yeah, it's wild. Yeah, that well, is we better very... figure it out because apparently we're connecting because we don't have any friggin' siblings anymore. They call it the table of consanguinity. Is that a word? Consanguinity. Oh, cool. I don't know that, Never that saw word. that word. We Me learned either. a word. We did. All right, I'm going to study that thing and I'm going to maybe I'll yeah, quiz I'm you. I'm sending it to you right now so you can. Thank have you. It. All right. Yeah. Well, let's wind it down, Sarah. We've been through a lot today. Sexy gorillas. Sexy gorillas. Some professor banging his dog. Oh I mean, God. I know. Uh, what else did we talk about? We talked about the club. Party that, people. Yeah, party people. Real getting and real excited. Party oh, I, I think I sent you the wrong thing. No, I didn't. I said I was about to send you a kayaking video. You don't need that. Uh, we talked about how you are the vibe pope. That is so nice. All hail the vibe pope on me. Yeah. I pray <laughs> at the church of the vibe pope. I worship here. Thank you, my child. Yes. yes. Um, but if Faith Hill hasn't written a song called Love That Lasts a Lifetime, I hope she does. Right? I'm in. We, we, oh, we already have wrote half it the work for done her. for her. <laughs> I know. I'm like, what else does she... We basically just need her, her uh, guitar skills and, and a few vocals and we're done. <laughs> And it's then wrap, um, cousins, man. Yeah. Whoa. I say All gotta right, love people. them, but maybe don't. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, depends. Questionable. As long as they're removed or something like that. <clears throat> we love you all. Thank you for listening. Hope your New Year's resolutions are going well. It's only the eighth, so right. fingers crossed. Maybe you've set. We'll maybe you've just time. set themes like us. Yeah, that's a safer route. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye.